Welcome back to another episode of this still currently unnamed podcast. My name's Luke Hardacre, and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. For those who've already sent through some suggestions for names, keep them coming. I don't feel like we're in a rush to come up and finalize a name with this. We'll figure it out, and in January, we'll have a name. If you're listening to this in the future, then yeah, it's currently named. But if you have an idea for the name, send it into info at ombi.co. I'd love to hear from you. This week, I want to cover something that really frustrates me as a surf coach. And this really focuses in on those beginners and intermediate surfers. For the advanced surfers, maybe this will help you navigate the lineup a bit better and find a few more waves. But as a beginner or an intermediate surfer, I'm going to say something potentially that you might find controversial, but what you know of paddling is wrong and what the goal of paddling is, is wrong. So that's what I want to focus on and dive into today and help you understand how you can navigate the lineup a bit better and catch more waves. Do you ever feel like you just can't catch waves and you have one of those days where you feel like the ocean is doing its best to completely avoid you? Or are you stuck fighting the crowd and always end up with some other surfer getting a wave instead. And I want to introduce you to this idea. Something for you to think about, and you might think, nah, that sounds pretty whack, dude, but I can guarantee after you understand it, you'll notice all the better surfers doing this and getting all the waves in the lineup. Your paddling and what you think of paddling is meant to do is completely wrong. And this is why you may be struggling to catch waves. I've got a real bone to pick here with this. Something that really frustrates me when I teach or watch beginners and low intermediate surfers. Surfers who sometimes I think have so much more skill than they actually show in the water and they go out for a surf, paddle around mad and end up just getting exercise and next to no waves, doing exactly what I'm about to describe. The point of paddling is not about building speed. It's not a game of who can paddle harder or paddle like this or execute this much force or employ this technique. Sure, there is technique to paddling, but that's a conversation for another time. This is purely about the purpose of why you're paddling. The main purpose of your paddling is to position yourself, not build speed. Think about that for a minute. It's not about building speed. You're never going to outrace the wave. And it's not a case of building up all this speed so that you can catch the wave. The main purpose I want you to think about for your paddling is so that you can position yourself in the lineup to catch a wave. Position yourself right in the best spot to catch that wave. Okay? So if you're sitting there thinking, what am I on about here? Paddling is just positioning. That sounds a bit weird. Think back to your last surf. Or go watch the surf for five or ten minutes before you get in. I guarantee you're going to see this. And not just in one surfer, but plenty. You'll notice all these shoulder hoppers or surfers sitting way out the back, dodging the big sets and then paddling for anything that looks half like a wave. We've all been there and we've all seen it. When these people see a wave coming in, the first and only thing they do is paddle straight in towards the beach. Some may look back and watch the wave, but the majority of them will never move in any direction other than towards the beach. I don't want to get started on the surfers who paddle way too early to catch a wave. And these people usually end up paddling in halfway to the beach and the wave's already broken well before it even gets to them or they've just wasted half the wave paddling away from it. 
And then there's the people that see a wave coming and they paddle towards the shoulder and away from it and they miss a wave. This is a whole other thing, but that's just as, just as frustrating as a surf coach. If these people are way out the back, they're dodging sets and they're looking for smaller waves. They end up getting nothing. The smaller waves just aren't breaking where they're sitting and that they're too afraid to get the bigger waves. Or if they're out on the shoulder, they end up paddling like mad for ages. And most of the time, some other surfer's gotten it on the inside. Or if they get it, they finally catch the wave after it's already been breaking for a while and they've missed half of it. It's frustrating as a surfer. It's equally frustrating as a surf coach when you're trying to help people. This positioning thing then. If I was to go into more detail, the best way to explain this is to really go through what the advanced surfers are doing differently. So a more advanced surfer, or simply put, the surfers who can read the ocean and the waves better are watching the waves, how they stand up routinely, and judging where this next wave that's coming to them will start breaking first. They're sitting there thinking, where do they need to place themselves to catch this wave? And how do I put myself there? They are then paddling sideways, not paddling into the beach, sideways. They're paddling to the wave, where it's breaking and where it wants to stand up. They're paddling to reposition themselves and put themselves closer to the power source, closer to the pocket, and then turning at the last minute and paddling in towards the beach to get the last bit of speed and direction to catch the wave. So this is what I mean by paddling is all about positioning. It's not a case of building speed. You're trying to tap into the wave's energy and you need to reposition yourself to give yourself the best chance to tap into that. If you're paddling out towards the shoulder, you've got no energy in the wave. You need to paddle in towards the pocket where it wants to break. And if you employ that, you're going to find yourself getting more, more waves every surf. So I want you to think about this for a minute. Surely you've been sitting out in the lineup and some other surfer goes off paddling way over to the side and you're thinking, nah, they're dreaming. And they're seeing some distant swell line come in and they just race off paddling halfway down the beach. But then all of a sudden they actually get the wave and a wave stands up. And you're left sitting there thinking, how did they see that? How did they know there was a wave going to be there? You quite often see this with longboarders and it obviously helps that they've got a bigger board. But then the other side of this is you may have experienced this where you're actually sitting in a really good spot and swell lines are coming towards you and some other surfer paddles over from somewhere else within the crowd and manages to steal it from you. It's infuriating, but they've just outpositioned you and taken a wave that you could have easily had. Or you have a mate who's just always getting waves endlessly, like the ocean actually sends them to them. And that's really frustrating. You're sitting around thinking, why is he getting all the waves? Or why are they getting all the waves? Next time, stop and actually watch that friend. Casually follow them around. No, no doubt they are paddling all over the beach to position themselves while everyone else just sits there waiting for a wave to stand up for them. So if we think about it from there, a lot of surfers are actually letting themselves down. Quite often, I'll be out surfing and I'm always watching the waves and what other surfers are doing. I'm very observant, but I'm relaxed and calm. I'm not trying to add any stress to my surfing. I'll notice waves coming in. I'll see some surfer sitting there watching it and the surf coach in me is internally screaming. I'm thinking, paddle over to it. It's there. Take it. It's yours. Please, won't someone just take the wave? It's really annoying. Because most of the time, to my confusion, they just sit there watching it thinking, 
Oh, that would have been a good wave. Whereas I'm thinking if I was sitting there, I would have just paddled over to it and got it. So this usually ends in me grumbling, but also noticing this person's not competition for me to catch a wave. I'm not worried about them anymore. If I'm sitting near them and I can see a wave coming in, I'm not going to be worried about them fighting for it because I've already realized that they're not going to move for a wave. Not saying that in a rude way, but their body language is just saying to me that if, if it's not in their perfect little strike range, they're not going to move. And that's free game to me or anyone else to come through and take it. This happens all the time. And sometimes all it would take is the surfer watching the wave as it comes, seeing how previous waves in the set have broken and paddling over to the position and catching the wave where they think it's going to break. Sometimes that distance is only 10 to 20 meters away. Think about that. Is that not mad that some surfers don't want to paddle 20 meters across to a wave, but will will paddle 20 odd meters towards the beach and never even get the wave? It's mad. If I said all you had to do is paddle 20 meters and you'd get a good wave without competition, would you do it? Sure you would. So why don't surfers do this? Why do most beginners sit there, they see a wave coming in, and they default to this like fight or flight mechanism where they're just like, wave, come in, turn, paddle, go. But they're not observing the wave. They're not looking where they need to be. And that's the difference. That's the problem. So... I'm not here to bash on them. I'm not here to make them feel bad. I'm not here to highlight issues in them or for you to take advantage of them. I'm here to coach. And there's an underlying issue here. So this may irritate me, but as a surf coach, I actually want to help you. I want people to be better surfers. So I understand how this issue comes about and why a lot of surfers go through it. If you were getting a lesson from me, refusing to move to waves, or just paddling into the beach every time. After the third time or so, I'd actually make you paddle all the way into the shore, seeing as you want to get there so badly. I'd then make you watch the surf and try and identify what the waves are doing and why other surfers are getting them and some aren't. This is an underlying issue here as to why a lot of surfers do this or struggle with it. Yeah, inexperience and not being able to read the ocean is key, but there's an even bigger underlying issue. And in most parts of surfing, It's the same issue over and over. It's you, your mindset, the tension you bring into your surf, and your comfort zone. Surfers who I personally know do this constantly have that self-doubt or fear. They end up making usually one of these routine excuses. They don't think they can paddle over and take a wave. They just don't see it happening. They don't see how they're going to catch it. They don't have the confidence or self-belief that they can take that wave and physically make it. They don't want to be that person and steal waves, yet they've barely had a wave. They don't want to be seen as greedy, but they've only had one or two waves. They're afraid and will paddle for a wave and then pull out. Or they're worried about hitting someone or not having full control of their board. The list goes on and on. But if this is you, you're not alone. Simply put, you value your comfort zone more than the outcome or change you are chasing, and this holds you back. It's okay to make excuses but what I want you to do is act upon them. Not let them hold you back. I want to introduce some fixes. And if you've been following on me for a while, you're gonna know what the fix is. Fail forwards, just try, have a go. Take a wipeout, stay busy, do anything but repeat bad habits. It's not 
It's not a bad habit if you're learning from it and trying to fix it. It's a bad habit if you blindly do it over and over. These same surfers I will sometimes see in the perfect spot, and I mean perfect positioning. A wave comes and all they need to do is a few strokes and they'll drop right into the pocket. Couldn't be any better. But to my frustration, they'll suddenly pull out and let the wave go by. Or even worse, they're at the edge of the whitewash, right of the pocket, it hits them, and they try not to get pushed down the wave. I mean, at that point, the wave was begging to be taken, and all you needed to do was point your board in the direction. So this is a key point for these surfers, to just have a go. If a wave comes perfectly to you, and all you need to do is roll down and you don't go, when will you go then? So there's a big elephant in the room here, and would be amiss to, to not talk about it. And that's etiquette. And a lot of these beginner and learner surfers struggle around etiquette. What's right? What's wrong? I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be hated in the surf. There's a strong fear about it and you're not alone. So what's the right etiquette here then? There are right things to do and there are wrong things to do here with your paddling and positioning. Just as an FYI, I grew up surfing the Gold Coast most of my life. And I've surfed Snapper and I've surfed at Crowded. But now I also live in a very small town on days when it can be extremely crowded as the beach is sheltered when the surf is big or windy. And on other days, it's the same few faces every time. But I do this all the time. While most of the lineup is completely confused and just grumbling, thinking something like, oh, he's getting all the waves again on his lock. But it has nothing to do with me and my log. Just that I see no one paddle for a wave, so I go and take it. If no one's going to move, someone should. Then why not you or me? So, right, what's the actual etiquette then? And this is my opinion of what you should roughly follow. If no one is moving to a wave, if no one makes any attempt to look at it and no one's waiting in position or anything like that, it's free game. Take it. Paddle over to it. If someone is there, but you don't think they'll take it, go. Have a look. Paddle. Position yourself. But watch the other person and see if they commit. If they commit, pull out and don't drop in. If they don't commit, it's yours, assuming there's no one else on the inside. But who's to say you can't look at a wave? No one. You can paddle, you can keep yourself in line, see what's happening, and the last minute, or before the last minute, pull out. No one's going to complain. But if someone isn't going to look at the wave, paddle for it or pull out, that's their fault and not yours. There is nothing wrong with keeping yourself in position to have a look and last minute crack at a wave. Nothing wrong. Just don't be a dick and drop in on anyone. It happens sometimes. Just apologize and move on. But if we're talking about etiquette, there's a big no-no in surfing and repositioning. Do not paddle directly around someone and whack yourself on their inside. If they're right next to you, they are priority. They're on the inside. This ain't the WSL. Don't go and paddle onto the other side of their shoulder and stake your claim. This is purely about where you're sitting. If they're on your inside, don't paddle to the other side of their shoulder. Don't paddle a couple meters over. You can paddle 10, 15 meters down the beach and technically be on another bank or part of the bank, but don't move 
just next to them and put yourself closer to the peak. If you want to be where they're sitting, call them into a wave or ask them if they want it instead. When they've paddled for a wave, then go move to the spot where they were. And that's when you can stake that claim on that spot. And then it's your turn to take a wave. I kind of always think like this as a deli ticket system. You get your ticket, you wait, the person in front gets their thing and then moves out of the way. Now it's your turn. If you're paddling back out, sitting on someone's inside is a big gray area. If I was sitting exactly there before, whatever, I'm just moving back to where I was before. Not my fault if no one took the spot, but I will be aware if I'm just taking every single wave and will call others in the wave if I start to feel like I'm the only person catching waves. I won't go and paddle back out to sit next to someone on their inside though. Unless I have them, let them have the next wave. Common sense applies here with paddling back out. It's an odd area and people will paddle in on your inside. Just be aware of it. Otherwise, what can you do? If the wave is further away, that's free game. If the wave is going to break 10 to 20 meters away and they're not moving for it, go for it. It's yours. Again, if people don't take waves, that's their fault, not yours. And you're not being rude by making sure that waves don't go unridden. That's all you're doing here. You might now be wondering that this is all just about etiquette and where can you paddle. But there's another big underlying issue here and why a lot of beginners and intermediates can't do this well and struggle to get waves. And that is that you need to improve your ocean awareness and your ability to read the waves. If you're out in the lineup and you're sitting there doing nothing, I implore you to watch the waves, watch every wave and bank near you and notice how they stand up. How quickly do they stand up? Do they stand up and not break? Do they close out? Do they long, run along the bank? What else can you see? Just sit there and ask questions. Figure out what the banks are doing, how the swell's hitting them, and how can you get those waves. After a wave is broken, look at the pattern of the whitewash left behind it. We call this the treasure map at Ombi. This is a whole other conversation, but that will tell you so much about how that wave broke and how to position yourself for the next one. If you want to improve your awareness of the ocean, your ability to position yourself better and catch more waves, then watch the waves more often. Have a crack, make judgments, take off on bad waves, go over the falls, all of it. Fail forwards. Those failures and experiences will teach you so much faster. I always remember a mate of mine who was learning and asked us, how do I know which ones will dump? To which the group of friends and I all replied with that one there. He was picked up, thrown over the falls, he had his back to the wave and wasn't looking. He wasn't watching at all, but this was a good lesson for him to learn. He needed to watch the waves and see what they're doing to learn which ones are bad and which ones are good. Improving your ability to read the ocean takes time. Don't get stressed about it. It's going to take you a while and you need to be settled in for the long haul. But if you want to get there, you need to be observant. You need to watch, you need to learn, you need to fail, all of those things. You can't, there's no magic one recipe to learn how to read the ocean. You need to try, and that's it. So in summary, if a wave is coming towards you, stop. Don't just paddle straight to the beach. Look at it. Try and predict where you actually want to be to catch that wave. Where's the perfect place to be to catch it? And that's not paddling halfway in towards the beach. It's not paddling further out towards the shoulder. Paddle towards the power zone. So if you see it, you can identify a rough area 
then move to that position first. Keep watching the wave as you move towards it and see if you need to adjust. Waves are never so perfect that they're ever going to come and stand up exactly where you are sitting every time in the lineup. If the wave is off to the side and you can see it will break within the distance you can paddle over to, go paddle there now. If you can't get to it in time, but see set waves breaking there and there are more coming in, go now and catch one of the next waves coming in. Don't paddle around people just to be on their inside, but if they don't want it, aren't making a move or pull out, it's free game for you to take it. So do it. You're not being rude. And as always, relax. Get out of your comfort zone. Forget the self-doubt and prove yourself wrong. Show yourself what you can actually do when you try and have a crack. Forget the expectations and just have fun. Fail forwards. So I want to ask you, does this change the way you view paddling? Does it make sense that paddling is not about building speed? It's about positioning, putting yourself in the power source of the wave. Is this the missing puzzle to the ocean awareness, reading waves, or how these surfers always seem to get wave after wave? Is this something you're actively going to try? I'd love to know. You can always get in touch by emailing us at info.ombi.co. And on behalf of the Ombi team, I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas and I hope you have a great New Year's. Hopefully, over this holiday season, you can find some time to get in, get a few waves and have some fun. This time of year can be really stressful and stress is one of the worst parts of our surfing. It can really come in, affect you negatively, affect your style and your ability to move. So if you find this time of year stressful, just relax. Go out there to have fun and just think about all the ways that you can enjoy yourself out there. Let go of everything else and enjoy the moment. And until then, I'll see you next time.